What's happening, party people? It's me, Shauna Bryant, the host of your wildly popular and in-your-face podcast, The Possibility Show, where we talk about things not many people talk about, like, I don't know, cultural pressures, societies, bullshit rules, you name it. We're up there. We're ruffling feathers across the country. And I really think you're going to enjoy this episode. Um, Again, if you heard of last week's episode, um, I thought of three great podcasts, uh, uh, excuse me, episodes um, on the mat in yoga, and this is number two. So today's one um, really stems from a book that I read, and I'm going to share it with you and I'll put it in the, the notes um, because it's so important and I think women in particular and I I think girls just in general I can even think back to myself like in my um when I hit puberty and beyond um and and then even as an adult with three children and I'm in my 40s the the voices and the things that I allow myself to say um has definitely improved but I think we need to talk about this just after experiencing even just the last two years, and I don't know if you heard my last episode or no, a couple of, couple ago about the conversation I had with my 14-year-old son, just checking in and making making sure their health and wellness or, or their mental mental health was is good, um, especially just at, like I said after the t- after the two-year circus show that we were on. Um, so this is really this is really close to my heart. Um, I know a lot of people struggle with like anxiety and depression um, and and just are not very nice to themselves. And I want to bring this topic more to the forefront so we can kind of open it up. And um, there's a book I'm going to recommend in the end. So hang tight. Buckle up. Hey, how's it going? It's me, Shauna. I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, and I really can just offer, I can look at my own childhood, um, kind of, you know, the, the voices and the, the self-talk and the criticism and, and when you're in that pattern and that funk of really, really like criticizing yourself and really talking negatively to yourself, um, or if you have kids and you notice, you know, their, their self-talk is kind of nasty. This is really, really something I think we all need to be talking about, um, and supporting something different and a new story and a new language to speak to ourselves. Um, cause I was depressed and I was very, uh, what's the word? critical of myself when I was younger. Um, there's another word that it'll come up and just insecure, insecure, insecure. And so today's episode is all about like this inner mean voice. We all, I think we all have it unless we're, we're some like special angel. I mean, stuff comes up for me even like, I mean, and I've been doing this work for eight years, but it's like, you know, when stuff doesn't go right, like even just today on the mat, I was like, I have, I haven't been as strong maybe as I'd like, but I also haven't put in the work for it, right? I've been just walking. I haven't really done much strength training, but I noticed and see if you can relate. My self-talk and my inner voice was kind of starting to get a little mean and, and, and judgmental, right? It was like, oh, whoa, you know, like really not being, not being really nice. And I, and I think it's, I think it's a, 
I don't know necessarily if it's a gender problem, male or female or whatever, but I think it's really important to talk about I'm catching it and I'm 43 years old and I have tools to get me out of it. And I did get out of it. The thing is, is like, had I have had those tools a lot sooner, it would have been a lot helpful. And I think my my self-confidence would have been a lot higher. And I think it's really important to talk about for our kids as well. So if you haven't heard the episode, um, go back to the one with my son. It was a conversation. It was a really intimate conversation I had just basically like I was sitting on my couch recording this com- this this um, talk that I had had prior um, with my oldest. And it was it was just really heartwarming and, you know, checking in on them and their mental health, um, especially just after the last two years of the racket. Um, we all need to be mentally and emotionally um, healthy and thriving and vibrant. Um, and I think if we talk about this kind of stuff more and we have tools, obviously there's therapy, there's EDMR, there's talk therapy, there's biofeedback. There's so many different levels of um healing that's available to us so uh, this is definitely not a replacement for like uh, I'm not a licensed clinical anything this is just me being vulnerable with you just about my own experiences that I had I mean I can tell you some crazy experiences traumatic experiences um, and I kept those voices in my head I would say almost throughout my entire adulthood Um, just until a few years ago when I started processing them and redirecting them and whatever. But we need to be talking about our health and well-being. More more so this episode is more so about like our mental capacity and like how emotionally healthy and thriving we are. Um, So definitely if, if you're resonating with this as we move through I definitely recommend to um, seek out what it is that interests you um, talk to your counsel your counselor your therapist whatever and especially um, those of younger ones that might not have the you know like the the teenagers and stuff that, that don't necessarily have the capacity to like hey mom I'm depressed you know what I mean like my son would never tell me that but it's my job as a parent to be highly in tuned with his intuitive needs uh, and his emotional needs and try to help af- assist that and facilitate um healing if I see fit and, or if like a counselor or something or his teacher or whatever um so this is coming off of And I'll share a couple of examples with you. Um, I did already one on my mat when I was trying to, I was getting like really judgmental of myself and like my lack of the ability to do this exercise, which I, who cares, right? Um, But I noticed that voice creeping up. And what is that doing for our self-esteem and our self-confidence and our, I don't know, even our worthiness and our, um, deservingness if you will of of what we want in life if we're just criticizing and shit talking to ourselves okay so we're we're gonna basically have this be about maybe you or you can relate it to somebody um in your life uh, maybe like a a kid of yours but I want to just share this as a as an as an open conversation to stuff that I have experienced in a lot of my groups, working with um, my clients as well. And I just want to have this be kind of like an overview um, of healthy, emotional, like uh, like healthy things to say to yourself, right? And then you, 
my intention for you is if you're dealing with negative self-talk or, you know, shitty criticism voice or anything like that, you can then, you can read the book, but you can, you, if there's someone in your family that you think maybe needs a little bit of assistance, then, then that would be for you to to decide. Does that kind of make sense? So it's more of my disclaimer that like, I'm just sharing my experience. I can tell you a few stories from my childhood. Um, and then, like I said, the yoga mat when I was getting critical of myself and like, so so take this for what it's worth, basically. It's not anything proven, professional, nothing. It's just my experience. And I think more people need to be talking about the health and well-being of, of our mental states, right? And how we're speaking to ourselves. So let's just talk about this just like me and you are talking on my couch, okay? So... I read this book last year. I send it to all of my one-on-one clients and it's called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. I might have shared this before. I don't think I have, but this is it. It's by a PhD. His name is Shad Helmstetter. Again, you don't need to worry about this. It's just what to say when you talk to yourself, right? Um, And why I think this is so important especially now we're at the end of March 2022 it's so important to realize because your thoughts and this is all subconscious reprogramming but your thoughts they say they're non-local so meaning that you think you're just thinking your in your head right like god I'm such a loser or god I'm amazing you know or this is more of an episode on kind of like not really cool talk to yourself but Our thoughts are non-local, meaning our thoughts radiate out. Whether we like it or not, it's kind of like the law of attraction. So think about if all you're doing constantly day in and day out is talking shit to yourself or how you're not good enough or how you're not worthy or how stupid you are, how this or how that or how that, that is now going out into the universe, right? It's called the double slit experiment. You can look it up on, um, on YouTube. Um, it's like quantum physics and whatever. It's way beyond my my pay grade, way beyond it. But I understand it on like the most basic level. Your thoughts are non-local, okay? So if you're saying, fudge, I'm broke all day. God, I'm such a loser. You know, my, my kids are such jerks or I'm such a bad mom or God, I'm late again or gosh, you know, I just can't seem to do these right, okay? This is just an overall view of talking shit to yourself, okay? That's essentially what this is. So being that, as your thoughts are non-local, that's what you're putting out into the world, right? So law of attraction brings it back. So feelings of insecurity, brokenness, right? Criticism, judgment, you know, self-hatred. I mean, you can go, you could go on the whole thing. And when you look at it like that, it makes a, this is like, you can get a big aha here. <laughs> I mean, I, it took me two rounds of um, my group that I'm in to fully understand this. Actually, this is my fourth round, so two years of it. When your thoughts are non-local, that means what you're putting out, it's not like people are hearing it, but the universe is hearing it. So if you are always saying you're a bad mom, that's what you're going to get back in. You're going to always have these, um, what is it called? It's like you're going to always have these reasons that you're going to say, see, yep, I told you. I told you I'm a bad mom, right? And and again, just these, I'm always just speaking to you in general terms. So just take 
each part and bring it into your house, your life, your thoughts, whatever. If you're always, and again, on the flip side to that, if you're always saying or thinking rather, I'm this powerful, badass MFer, right? Or I'm gorgeous, right? I'm the best mom. Excuse me. So it works both ways. So if you look back to this book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, it's really fascinating because I think a lot, well, a lot of it's indoctrination. So a lot of the things we actually didn't even decide because our parents basically treated us a certain way, you know, our family and society and teachers and all that. They said things to us and they said, oh, you're not good at math or, oh, you suck at riding a bike or, um, God, you're a terrible music player. (laughs) You get the idea. I'm just saying this on a very dramatic level as I am always dramatic. Um, so it's like these things that were programmed in our minds. I've shared this before. Our brains have like little folders. This is how my therapist explained it. We have little folders and those are our agreements. It's like our decisions that we made and people said to us, said things to us. And we just, we accepted those as that's how my truth. And this is how I operate now. I suck at bikes. I'm a, I, uh, I suck at math. I'm not arti- I'm not artistic, blah, 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 blah. So we have all those folders. So let's just look at those folders, okay? You can call them indoctrinations. You can call them whatever you want. In this book, though, he's talking about all of those folders, right? And so here, things like this. I never seem to get any place on time. I've always been bad with words or, or, you know, like if you, if you can't remember people's names very well, have you ever said, oh, I suck at remembering people's names, right? Um, if I were only taller, if, oh gosh, I just never have enough time, right? Or, oh, I'm so clumsy. Oh, I'm so lazy. So again, these things, these old folders essentially were made up for us. Somebody said something, some jerk off in high school said something. And, and those folders are how we operate now. Look up subconscious reprogramming. I is way beyond, again, my pay grade. I just, I get it more. I, I get it now. And I can explain it on the most basic human level. So those folders are how we're now operating. So 43 years of operations, basically, and I'm still operating from those folders um, that occurred from, what, zero to eight? And I think they said traumatic events. Don't quote me for it. This is just kind of how I'm replaying it all. So I'm wor- I'm unworthy. I'm undeserving. I'm a lousy cook. I'm a terrible block. So fill in the blanks could be anything. You may not even recognize that some of the beliefs that you have, mostly all of them, are from old programmings, old folders, old uh, beliefs, identities of when you were younger. Okay. Is this making sense? I hope so. So I'm always broke. That's a big one. Oh my goodness. I'm always broke or I'm undeserving of money. Like think about those. And this is what we're talking about. Negative self-talk. So if you go back to your thoughts are non-local means they're not just in your skull, right? They're not in your brain. They're not just in your brain. What you're thinking vibrates outward. I know this is going off the, off the deep end, but follow me here. Because this shit has a power to change your life. 
since your thoughts are non-local, everything is radiating outward. Just look look at it like an octopus, okay? Or some 5G flipping tower that radiates, you know, like expands and expands outside of your, your human brain here, okay? So everything that you're outputting is what you're going to attract. It's like, it's like, uh, yeah, the tentacles on the octopus, right? Like it's, it's going to just go out and find even more reasons to solidify that belief of you, what you just said. Does that make sense? Okay. So it's like how you manage yourself and how you, your attitudes that you have towards yourself, um, because it all it all is from your, yourself. People can tell you, for example, um, God, I think you're so beautiful. But if you heard when you were a kid, God, you're, you're ugly or, you know, I don't think people would say that, but who knows? Um, or you're a terrible dresser or uh, whatever. And someone gives you a compliment now. So if someone were to compliment you now on something that um, you don't believe because you don't have that same belief because you think that you're ugly or whatever. It'll literally bounce off of you. It will not infiltrate you. Does, does that make sense? So he's talking here and why this is so important is, well, for our kids too, but for us, because everything always begins and ends with you. You have to have the awareness, number one, that you're shit talking yourself. And number two, how to, how to course correct. It's, it gets easier and easier as time moves on and when you learn better skills. I highly recommend to get this book. It's like 10 bucks or 15 bucks. Um, listen to it on audio or um, uh, read it. I'm more of a book reader. But how we talk to ourselves is then, since it's non-local, it goes out to the world, right? And then we get these confirmations back. That's the word that I was trying to say. So when you can start reprogramming and, and, and correcting course, right? So like, again, like they come up because your, your, your brain's job is to think thoughts. That's, that's its role, right? Um, but the thoughts, we want them to be a little nicer, right? I mean, we could all agree we could probably talk to ourselves a little bit nicer, right? Up level, or excuse me, uplifting thoughts, confidence, you know, powerful um, beautiful, lovely, inspiring, fun, courageous, and bold, and all of these joyful thoughts. Because when you emanate those, right, thoughts are non-local, that is what you're going to get back. And you start to believe these things and you start to course correct faster. So I've had the skills. I read this book. I, I think I read it two years ago. Um, I'm doing subconscious reprogramming. Definitely start looking into hypnosis. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but it's when you start realizing, so number one is awareness. Number two is like course correcting. It's like you have an awareness that maybe you talk shit to yourself. Okay. If you have that awareness, good for you. Don't criticize yourself. Don't, oh my God, I'm such a bad person because I talk shit to myself. Like, oh, you know, I, I didn't even realize I thought it was so nice to myself. The least amount of time that we can stay in that, it, the better, right? Like there is no, nothing good comes out of criticism or judgment of yourself. Does that make sense? Like nothing good comes from that when you're basically pissing on yourself, 
all the time. There's nothing good, no judgment, no amount of judgment, no amount of self-criticism, no, no amount of shit talking yourself makes you feel any better, right? So when you can just come to this place of awareness, okay? Oh shit, look at that, look at that um, thought that just came up. Um, you know, and again, we, we try to get back on the horse as fast as possible. But for example, at the yoga mat, when I started like kind of being judgy of myself that I wasn't further along, but I didn't do the work. So it's okay. There's no judgment there. It's just, oh, I'm starting to get into this, um, self-criticism mode. What do I need to be, or what do I need to say to self, to myself to redirect? Right. And I was like, dude, it's no big deal. Like, keep showing up. And I, and then I just kept saying it, I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep getting stronger and stronger. But it, it's that, it's like that simple of a, of a, a redirect, right? That like, it can literally shift you. And I think it's so important, especially, I think I had postpartum and I was very depressed in high school after I think my third or my second, my second and third, maybe I had postpartum. <clears throat> but I can share like even just in, in middle school or um, high school or even just as a young child who had kind of a lot of traumatic stuff, the the voices in my head were not nice, right? Like cheerleading, you know, I did, I had these embarrassing things and I just beat myself up over and over and over and over again. And I replayed and replayed and replayed and as a teenager, gosh, your chemicals are going around and around and this, this way and every way. But I think the tools <laughs> we have, this book, for example, and the subconscious reprogramming and hypnosis, um, these things can help, I would even say youth alike. Obviously, if there's like clinical depression, um, definitely, you know, seek help and stuff. I'm just saying more on my experience as a, I would definitely say I was a depressed, um, anxious, not sure, depressed teenager for sure. I would say I was anxious in my 30s and 40s. Well, no, 30s. Um, and had I have had these tools, I think it would have been a lot hard, uh, excuse me, a lot easier to go through, right? Because these are tools to help you to grow and to realize um, there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You might just have some effed up beliefs that need to be rewired, basically. Um, but there's tools out there to help us. I think that's like such a big gift and such a big blessing. Um, you know, teenagers, they're going through a lot, you know, and just going back to that episode I had a few, few times ago, like checking in and, and putting on that mom radar, if you will, and, and finding programs that support you and finding things, um, that are maybe a little unconventional. You guys must know by now on, I think this is almost the 40th episode. I do things a little differently and weird, um, I don't go with normal traditional things, um, but there's so many opportunities for people that want to help. There's so much healing out there. There's so many um, uh, give, givers. I don't even know if that's the right word, but there's so many opportunities for growth and healing and support online, I would say is great. Um 
I'm just thinking of my son, um, my boys, like if they needed something, you know, in person, online, um, there's so many opportunities and resources out there that we don't have to go through all of that alone. We can reprogram all of our thoughts and, and emotions and, um, talk nicely to ourselves for once, right? Like, think about how has that uh, negative self-talk served you over the last X amount of years? How old are you? I don't know. I'm 43. How has the negative self-talk helped me? Right? What did that cost me when I was talking trash on myself? What is it costing you? What's the long-term cost of being in a funk, you know, having funky thoughts, right? Like what, what benefit do we gain as human beings when we're negatively self-talking and being asses to ourselves and then, you know, because thoughts are non-local and then outputting that to the world. Like think about that. I'm, I'm very into woo and all this like big energetic and the cosmos and the all of that but you have to just think on a on a at home level if all that's emanating from you is negative self-talk that's what you're gonna get that's what everyone is around you that's what everyone around you gonna get your community your family your you know oh I have no money and I have no job and I have this and and I'm such a loser and blah 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 blah. (sighs) so think about that what is it serving you And then think about, wow, like what's possible for me when I start talking nicely and treating myself nicely and doing things to help myself and and making myself a priority and really shifting, you know, that course correction. If you're if you're experiencing a really um, funky attitude or crappy attitude like court, like catching it. The faster we can catch it and the faster we can become aware of it, then we can correct it, right? And then it's not going to go away. People, I'm sure people have negative thoughts maybe for a long time. I don't know. I actually don't physically know that. If if you ever are 100% in a positive state, I don't know, maybe, I I can ask my coach. Um, But you're going to have negative things that come up shit fall, you know, the moons come, you have your period, (laughs) you're like bitchy and but correcting it. So I have an awareness now. I'm going to choose to do something differently, right? I'm going to choose to say something positive about myself. I'm going to choose to like what he suggests um, is he has these, all of these like scripts per se. And I think a lot of us, honestly, side note, I think a lot of us can do a lot of um, self-love exercises. I think that's the root of a lot of our issues as humanity is we don't love ourselves. We think, oh, I'm so badass and oh, I'm so this and oh, I'm such a great person. Oh, I'm such a, I love myself. What do you mean? But, you know, and I think, I don't know if I've said this in in the podcast, but my coach asked me a couple years ago, would a person who loved themselves so radically and deeply make this choice you know would they would they drink every day would they smoke would they you know neglect their bodies with crappy food all the time would they not sleep would they you know whatever you you get the gist I think we all could just really 
love on ourselves a little bit more. I mean, this is just completely not even related to this episode, but I think the more that we dive into self-love and we try to heal and we know our value and we know our worth is there inherently no matter what, like I don't need to prove anything, you don't need to prove anything. I think that naturally has a positive effect on how we treat ourselves, right? It's how we show up. It's what we say to ourselves. It's what we emanate to the world and our energy and vibration. Um, But he has all of these in this book. Again, I'll, I'll include it in the notes. It's like, so imagine this, right? Imagine if you're like super disorganized and you're always late and you're whatever, I'm just going to read like two or three of these sentences. And he says, put these on a uh, three by five. And it's like a script you basically read. I'm not sure his, I don't follow his exact thing. Um, You can, but I do different things, but it's kind of like the same. So I am organized and in control of my life. I am in control of myself, my thoughts, my time, my actions, and my future. I know what to do and when to do it. And I do everything I need to do when I need to do it. I program my mind to make the maximum use of my time. Controlling my time keeps me that way. I never waste time. Each day I become more organized in control of all areas of my life. I'm very well organized. I'm always on time. Being on time is easy for me, blah, 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 blah. So it goes on. It's a full on script. So going back, let's kind of roll this in and pull pull the um, anchor up, right? So go back to the negative shit talk, okay? The negative words, the negative self-talk, the negative, oh, you never do this, or I'm such a lousy this, or oh, I crap it, you know, I I suck at this, or oh, I'm blah, 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 okay? So think about all that that we kind of talked about in the very beginning. I just shared my example of me being not very cool to myself on the yoga mat because I wasn't as strong as I had been prior. (laughs) Um... And so all of that, so that one thought leads to like 4,000 other nasty thoughts normally if you don't have the the awareness around your negative self-talk. And then now imagine that, okay, so imagine the one thought that you had that turns all negative, it like turns into 100 other negative thoughts, right? Now on the flip side to that, which I'm hoping that you're creating an awareness around, I hope you're resonating and it's bringing light at what you might be speaking to yourself, right? Now imagine having a nice script with yourself. Nice programming of beautiful and inspiring things that make you feel good. (coughs) Excuse me, remember? Like thoughts are non-local. I'm going to keep saying that because that should be a gigantic aha. Imagine speaking to yourself the way that you would speak to your kids, right? when they're having a hard time or if they if they screw up you don't go hey you you dumbass you know what's wrong with you you're such a blah 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 but that's how we speak to ourselves right so imagine that nasty talk and then now you have this beautiful script right and these you can make these up on your own go buy the book don't i don't really care i think it's just writing nice things about yourself and starting to truly truly listen to them And believe them and reprogram yourself with these new thoughts and beliefs. Like this one, he said, we know if you're stressed out in the car, I enjoy relaxing while I'm driving in the car. I always give myself the necessary amount of time to get anywhere I'm going. 
Traffic lights change at their own discretion, not mine. Slow moving and standing traffic is not a problem for me. So like he's saying this was a guy who he was using this for someone who gets pissed off in in, um, in traffic. But do you see how you can make it your own? Do you see how beneficial? <coughs> I'm talking too much today. This is like my third episode. Excuse me. Imagine how beautiful and how confident and strong and inspired you'd feel talking positively to yourself, right? Instead of all that negative Nancy stuff, right? And it's it doesn't have to be rocket science. It's just the shit that we pulled and made decisions about when we were younger, they're still operating most likely today. Like we still operate from that old stuff that helped us get to where we are. So yay, thank you, gratitude, woohoo. But it's time to move on, right? Is it beneficial to you to talk shit on yourself? You're going to probably say no. And if you're like most people, you're going to want to do something different, right? You want to build yourself up just as you do with your kids. If they fall off their bike or they do something, my son cracked a mason mason jar sh- uh, shattered outside of my car the other day. And I was like, hi. And I was like, oh, no worries. It's all good. And I went over and cleaned up the glass. I almost went off. But what would help? Why? He dropped a glass. It's glass. Who cares? So think about that. Think about the course correcting. I had to catch myself, right? But I got, I was starting to get like, oh, you know, it's glass. Who cares? It's a piece of glass. It won't matter in five minutes, right? So how can we flip that now? I always talk about putting that GD mirror on back to us. How can we have more positive self-talk? How can we make ourselves feel good? How can we catch us, catch ourselves when we're starting to go down that rabbit hole? You know, how can we get that awareness? Oh, wow, I'm, listen to the voice that just came up when I did something wrong or made a mistake or, and who says it's wrong? You're a human having a human experience um, and you make mistakes. What would you do, right? Brush it off. Don't make it mean anything. I told my son that the other day, my oldest. I was like, don't make that mean anything. It has nothing about who you are as a human being. I don't know what it was. Um, But we make up all these decisions. Oh, I'm so bad at this. Oh, I suck at this. Oh, no. Do operate, operate differently. Say something different. Try it. Try to say, wow, what's possible for me when I just believe in myself? What's possible for me when I just talk nicely to myself? What's possible for me when I show up for myself and I don't criticize myself, right? Think about how that will make you feel. Remember, thoughts are non-local. Law of attraction, bringing it back to like an octopus legs, you know, their little suction cups. Try to be aware of the thoughts and everything that's going on. And and you can't control them, but you can correct, right? Have the awareness, course correct. <sighs> okay, I have math and I have mom duties. I'm gonna let you go. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, what to say when you talk to yourself, uh, Shad Helmstetter. All right, see you soon. Thanks so 
much for listening to The Possibility Show. We're so grateful for you. Um, we also wanted to send a huge shout out and a big thank you to none other than Stick Figure Music for allowing me to use their music in the intro and outro songs. So thank you so very much. And we'd also be so honored and so grateful if you went over to iTunes and left us a five-star review so we can reach more moms um, in this healing and this um, you know evolving way of life. And we're so grateful for you. See you next time. Shine on like the sun